This show is not for sensitive snowflakes. We enjoy the right to offend each other. It's part of this uh, free speech thing that we fought so hard to get. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Smell the music, Seth. There are homeless people out there who can't even pay their mortgages. Is that what George Washington had in mind when he started America? It's like, read something, Seth. Learn a book. Fact. For every five people who are hungry, there are five people who are too full. It's like, switch stomachs. Every four men, there are two women. And that's just supposed to be acceptable? No. We need bipartisan ships. Bipartisan ships? Like ships that are bipartisan? You need to grow up, Seth. Because there are some people in Africa right now where it's like, no. Why does that sadly feel like my my daily conversations with certain people on Facebook? <laughs> oh, man. A lot of people. Uh, that clip was actually from the newscast of SNL, a show I don't even watch anymore. But uh, it was the girl that you don't want to run into at a party. But then people started saying, well, this is Alexandria. Cortez, you know, it's the impersonation of her, which I can't argue with, to tell you the truth, because that's about how much sense she makes. Um, And now Bernie is touting the uh, Alexandria plan. So we'll probably uh, talk about that today. There's a lot I want to talk about today. There's so much. Um, Where to start? Uh, First of all, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm solo today, uh, and Uncle Milty's off. He had some family business to attend to, so I'm on my own today. You can actually call in. And I also have Chris Ann Hall coming on next hour. But you can call up 888-673-1450, 888-673-1450. And I'm happy to take your call. In fact, I'm going to be taking, I hope, a lot of your calls today because I want to open up a conversation about the family, the fellowship that uh, this new Netflix series is getting a lot of attention. And I want to talk about both sides of it in a in a pretty objective way. I also uh, want to talk about anti-Semitism a little bit, too, in a really objective way. And I know that's hard to do because in the wake of of. Well, in the wake of, of that kind of conversation, even being taboo. Even to have the conversation, even to say the word now, it's, it's, do you walk on that kind of territory? You know what? Maybe we should. Maybe we should a little bit and get your points of view because um, I have a lot of different thoughts from some different angles on both of those things. And one is really centered on Christianity and one is really centered, of course, on the Jewish community. And I really want to have a really honest talk about it. Why in the world can't we have an honest talk about stuff like this on the on the radio? Um, and people do. They stay away from it because of the uh, voracious sort of appetite there is for um, condemning people right out of the gate for even going there. And I don't I don't agree with that necessarily. I think that that we should be able to talk about things at least. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about Patrick uh, Byrne, too, from Overstock a little bit in this hour. And uh, and also um, I want to talk too about anniversaries. Today's my anniversary. And uh, a lot of people don't know this. I met and married my husband in 12 days. I know. <laughs> when you hear that, yes, I actually met and married him within a 12-day period. Um, I was in my mid-20s, and uh, I'd actually been engaged a few times, and and it just never felt right until I met my husband, and I knew right away uh, that I would end up marrying him. And he said he knew right away he would end up marrying me. So this was his pitch, by the way. You know we're going to get married. We'll just date while we're married. Let's just go ahead and skip over that part. <laughs> Let's go get married. And we did. We uh, we eloped. And let me say, uh, it's been 24 years now. 24 years, and I knew him 
only 12 days and most people are pretty baffled by that you know how do you how do you make that work because i'm sure a lot of people had their bets placed at the reception you know uh that we had later that uh, i don't know if this is going to work out so well i don't know too many people that have gotten married that that quickly i actually only know one person that got married that that quickly and uh and they're doing great too so what makes the difference you know what makes that difference what makes things work and i get asked that a lot just because i got married so quickly to my husband well and we've got a we've got a good marriage so so that's a that's a great question and uh and actually if you want to chime in on this you're you're more than welcome to because i think that the secret is commitment i think the secret is commitment there's a lot of stars that have come out recently and they've said uh the um, traditional marriage isn't for me And I laugh about that because I think, well, then you're just not mature, probably grown up enough to want to commit to somebody uh, because it takes some maturity to to commit and to stay committed. And it takes caring about somebody else's feelings and not just going for the instant gratification, right? And that seems to be what a lot of celebrities are involved in. And the more that you find out about celebrity marriages and and you look at, at some of these things, you'll realize that there's just not a whole lot of fidelity. In fact, it's so rare to see that in Hollywood that they actually make quite a case in point about it (laughs) when you do find a couple that's actually committed to each other it's that rare um, and doesn't survive and so I've thought a lot about that and when people ask me what is the secret uh, the secret is just commitment the secret is that uh, that person means so much to me that I'm I'm willing to commit and sometimes you know you go through your good and your bad I don't know of a single marriage that doesn't have good and bad times and you weather all of those storms together. And that's what that's what really helps. And you get to the good part, which is the good part is really when you've known each other a long time and you you uh, you just you get each other. Right. But I, I just I wanted to mention this just because if you're struggling out there, whether weather through things, because I'll tell you that commitment is so important and the commitment is uh, is worth it. It is so worth it for that relationship. I promise you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Oh my gosh! You bought a whole little saloon of topics up that I'd like to cover. Uh, this <laughs> I is bet. Kevin, by the way. Hi there. Hi there. Go right ahead, Kevin. Congratulations on your anniversary. Well, thank you. Thank um, you. You know, I really have. I'm really on the fence about us defending Israel. Mm. I get the biblical prophecy that we have to mm-hmm. because they're a chosen generation, but nobody is talking about mm-hmm. the Zionists. Nobody's talking about the fact that the Jews are the ones who killed the Savior. The mm-hmm. Jews are the ones that took X and put X in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about Hollywood right. uh, being run by Jews. So do you think there's a Jewish conspiracy? I'm, I'm really starting to wonder. Oh, such a loaded statement. That entire statement could be five shows. Um, how do I answer that? Well, I, you know, and we oh, could... Oh, by the way, you've got Pastor Chuck Baldwin, who tells us Israel is not our friend, and when he mm-hmm. gives his speech... Right, right. I, that part of me agrees with him. Well, it's a tough, this is a tough conversation because to even have the conversation means that you are borderline anti-Semitic. And then when you get that kind of charge and you, and this has been for eons, right? When you get that kind of label, man, that can, that can just be such a horrendous label. I don't see that going on with a lot of other things other than that. So the anti-Semitic label is, is quite huge. What's interesting is, is anti-Semitism is actually uh, really about the Jewish people. But for some reason, for some reason, it gets wrapped up in the wrapping of the entire state of Israel. So it, it, there's no separation between the people and their government. Now, I know here in America, I can clearly see the separation between Americans and the people that I see and the government that is hijacked that has been hijacked for quite a long time. I can separate that. I can say I don't I don't understand or even or even condone at all what the government does in my name as an American. So I don't know why we have this insistence to know that that goes on in every government right now in the in the world but we don't think that goes on in Israel. So it's all wrapped up in the same cloth in Israel. It's all wrapped up in a tight bow. That means if you say anything about the government of Israel, then you're talking about the Jewish people. And that isn't true. So how do we get to a point where you can separate it and have an honest conversation about the places their government goes versus the cause of their people? 
And that's that's the hard part about this is that getting people to even see that. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I'm on the fence with us defending Israel because I understand both sides of it. Mm-hmm. I I can't. I just know that uh, when I hear about you know these people that are Jewish, mm-hmm. it makes me angry. Especially you know they're the ones that killed the Savior. They're the ones that mm-hmm. are in charge of the entertainment industry. And sure. Not to say that every movie is bad, but mm-hmm. we know at least. In my time, ever since probably the late 80s, mm-hmm. it's gone downhill for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I really think, I, I wish someone would just do an honest podcast or something about this whole thing, because I have a lot of questions. Yeah, and I can certainly see why. When you really go into the research machine, as I have, um, there are a lot of things there that make you question and wonder and, and, and try to figure out what's at the bottom of this. And Having having a label like anti-Semitism where it's all wrapped into one religion and politics for a particular country has made it that much more difficult. So that's why you're probably not going to see a lot of that on the air. You're, you're just not there. People are not going to go there because it has been wrapped in one for so long. And how do we how do we do this? Because I'll tell you something. I've done a lot of research on the headlines and the headlines in in relation to them always saying the media is always saying that anti-Semitism is on the rise. Always. In fact, I can't find a year in which that statement wasn't made. There's something to be said about that. Is it true? It's kind of like the racism card. Everyone's a racist or a lot of people have anti-Semitic views. I don't even know anyone that has an anti-Semitic view. Well, and I don't I'll know a racist. This. I lived in so, Idaho in the yeah. early 90s. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you followed politics much then, but the Aryan nations were a big yes, deal. Yes. Unfortunately, Randy sure. Weaver got himself rammed up, wrapped up into that, Yeah, which was part of his, a lot of his trouble. He kept going to these Aryan nation congresses. Right, right. So I, I was there. I was in Idaho when all that was going on. Mm. It's very tricky. It is. Because yeah. there were some anti-Semitic people. I don't think the Aryan nations were violent. I've researched them. Mm-hmm. I think who we need to worry, we should have worried about were the offspring. Hmm. United Order One, United Order Two. Interesting. Well, and there's there are some groups that are horrendous, and you know, I I think there's always a duty to call out the horrendous or call out the violent just for violence sakes. There are groups like that 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 manipulate their their religious stance into something that's extremely violent. But I don't know I don't know anyone that's anti-Semitic. But that label is thrown around a lot, and so I'm going to go to a break. But you're welcome to chime in again on this, and uh, certainly come back to it in just a moment. Thanks, Kevin. Really appreciate your call. Uh, I'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show, and I will take your calls on this. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. There's something for everyone at the 10th season of Doc Utah. Three great films combined with three free concerts. A foundation preventing rhino poaching was created by starting a football tournament. The tipping point has already happened. More rhinos have been killed than born. We're not going to win this war by catching all the poachers. They went straight to the heart of the rhino poachers. Uplifting people will actually save the rhino more than 
arresting those people. Tyler lost his ability to walk, see, and hear by the time he was 10. The cause remained a mystery until U of U health scientists researched his DNA for clues. Tyler came to us, and we were very concerned about it. What they found led to a discovery that changed the life of one remarkable boy. After 38 years, Amy broke her silence. But the one regret that I really have is never getting to look that pimp in the eye and say, I'm not afraid of you anymore. Information and tickets at DocUtah.com. Your life is filled with them. Moments. The time you didn't just try, you succeeded. The day you weren't sure would ever arrive, but it did. The relationship that didn't just last, but still thrives after all of these years. It's our hope that on your next milestone, you'll have the chance to open a beautiful bronze box that reads Mac and Sons. Inside could be a stunning piece of jewelry, a striking watch, or simply a small reminder that you're still very much in love. We know your life's triumphs cannot be measured in gold or jewelry, but we also know making sure that special moment lasts for the rest of your life is profoundly important. At Mac and Sons, that's what we do. We are the master jewelers, not just for our knowledge, but because of our experience and skill in helping you find the perfect way to canonize life's triumphs. Come to Mac and Sons, the master jewelers on the boulevard at Bluff. Today we are speaking once again with Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Wasatch Medical Clinic has a breakthrough and scientifically proven treatment for ED, that's erectile dysfunction. And what is so interesting and amazing is this solution for ED does not require pills, injections, or surgery. Andrew, tell us about this incredible treatment. That's right. It's called acoustic wave therapy. It uses an FDA-cleared device that's clinically proven to increase blood flow. So if you're a guy listening and struggling with erectile dysfunction, you have a blood flow issue. That's exactly what this fixes. And you said it. It eliminates the injections, the pills. And when you eliminate all the medication, you, of course, eliminate all of those annoying side effects. Wow. So this is a non-invasive treatment, and uh, it sounds too good to be true. What kind of results are you seeing now with these treatments? It has a very high success rate. About 85 to 90 percent of men can get back to normal function in the bedroom. And what's interesting about that is that it really doesn't matter what your health history is, whether you're a diabetic or you have high blood pressure, or even if you've had prostate issues, this can get you back to normal function in the bedroom. Wow. This can be a game changer for a lot of the guys out there. So, how about a special offer? Yes, if you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, you're sick of the pills, pick up the phone, call us right now. Those that do will be giving a free exam, a free blood flow ultrasound, and a consultation and an assessment by our medical doctor. That's normally about a $300 value. Call us right now. It's totally free. Okay, you heard it, guys. Pick up that phone. Call right now for that free exam, 435-922-7000, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. And do it now. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Don't you feel like I'm crying? Don't you feel like I'm crying? Well, here I am, honey. Come on. You know, we're always going to bring up <laughs> topics that are sometimes hard to talk about, I think. Uh, and I'm, I'm open for that. Um, and uh, I do want to bring up some things, actually, that I think would contribute greatly to this conversation about some research I've done on some headlines and, and so forth. But I will go ahead and take a call. I mean, what does anti-Semitism mean to you? What when you hear that? Because we're hearing there was an article yesterday, just a second caller. There was a there was a. Uh, an article that said it was on the rise. And when you got into the into the article, because it said, do we need more education? And it said, anti-Semitism is rising around the world. 
Well, they there weren't anything. There wasn't anything to back that up. It was just it's rising. It's just rising and it's rising all the time. And they always say that. And so my question is, after after trying to deal with this whole racism card being played, is this a card being played, too, um, for different reasons? And I and I have thought about this a lot just because we keep getting told this. I can take you back to headlines back to 1980, at least, and I can take you back through the headlines and all the headlines are the same. So what's the deal? What's the deal? Because they don't back this up. They always just say, well, it's rising. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, good afternoon. I'd mm-hmm. like to talk about the biblical prophecy sure. uh, uh, supporting Israel. But let me comment on what you just said. Mm-hmm. You know, in every tyranny in the modern times, collectivism is the ideology that's founded in it. Uh, mm-hmm. any, uh, free, any nation is free. They support individual rights. Mm-hmm. And you have to have collectivism. And what you, to have collectivism, you have to have groups that are supposedly being um, uh, abused. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're um, uh, being exploited. Right. That's the term Marx used. And uh, so they create these uh, groups out of thin air. They don't have evidence to back it, back it up to any extent at all or mm-hmm. any major extent. And I think that's uh, that's why you're, I think your conversation's headed in the right direction is they got to create a victim and then out of the victim, they use it to victimize the rest of us by violating our rights. That's a great point. But, uh, to get, get to my point, biblical prophecy does not, uh, it's been a while since I've read the verse, it does not say support the Israel of today. It says that Israel needs to be supported at some time in the future. Now, the Israel today, uh, if you look at the government, it's a socialist government, much worse than even America. Mm-hmm. Uh, they embrace kibbutzes, which is communal uh, state living, that's mm-hmm. communism. Uh, they um, uh, <laughs> The people of Israel, according to my Bible, mm-hmm. the Jewish people, except you know, for some ex- exceptions, mm-hmm. have uh, rejected God, uh, rejected Christ. And according to my Bible, they're not saved if they don't acknowledge Christ as the Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. So, I I really question. And then we have Mossad and their criminal activities around the world and involvement mm-hmm. in the 9/11 conspiracy. Uh, there's a lot of indications to me that this is not the Israel that uh, the prophecy talked about. Mm. And then. Another related issue there is what is supporting Israel mean? Yeah. Does that mean uh, uh, foreign aid? Mm-hmm. Foreign aid is ungodly. It's so uh, stolen goods given to someone else. You know, foreign aid is nothing more than welfare for other nations. And welfare, by the definition, is, is theft, and that's ungodly. Right there in the Ten, Com- Ten Commandments, do not steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and then my thought on military aid, that's a difficult issue. If, if it's given to them, then it's welfare, then it's wrong. If it's sold to them, weapons mm-hmm. are sold, and they're a non-aggressive nation, no history of being initiating wars against others, then uh, then I think corporations, businesses, people have a right to sell them weapons. Right. But uh, that's not a role of the state. But even if it was a role of the state, they should not be doing it if it's a country that's initiated aggression towards others. And it should not be welfare. It should be sold weapons sold to them. Yeah. Does this make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm actually glad we're having this conversation because this was front page yesterday. I was going to bring it up. I didn't. And I thought today might, might, might go there just because we're hearing a lot about it. And this all stemmed from this squad of um, legislators, these freshman legislators who don't mean squat in the real big context of things, but they're making these comments. And so all of a sudden now we have this groundswell of articles about anti-Semitism again and people rushing in to defend. And, and I get why. It's just that if you have a squad of four freshman legislators that are talking that way, does that mean the whole country now it, anti-Semitism is on the rise? Yeah. No. Well, so you know, there's two points I want to make yeah. on that. First mm-hmm. of all, a person has a right to be a racist. He has a right to yeah. be a viewpoint. Uh, sure. I say semi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would denounce it. I'd say he's a yeah. stup- stupid fool if he is. But they have a right, and that should be first and foremost because they act as though we do not have a right, and the state has to step in. Uh, right. If we violate someone's rights as a result of our views, that's a whole different story. Right. So that that's really important. Uh, uh, and But I want to talk about Robert Welch, who was the founder of the John Birch Society, said uh, when they talked about a, a Jewish conspiracy, 
the evidence to him was they intentionally put a lot of Jews up front, and and they have in, in government. Mm-hmm. I mean, Larry Kudlow. There's so many. Uh, Trump's uh, son-in-law. Mm-hmm. There's so many people in government that are Jewish, and it, it leads to the people, uh, a person to assume that it is a Jewish conspiracy. But we think they put him up front so they could use this dialectic. Oh, it's the Jews causing the problem, mm-hmm. and then and then they start labeling people in the freedom movement and so forth as anti-Semitic, sure. and then people are susceptible to this mm-hmm. uh, this ploy to to make it look like it's a Jewish conspiracy. But there's so much evidence that it's not at the root Jewish conspiracy. I mean, the Rockefellers weren't Jews. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, Russians, the Soviets, you know, were a captive nation of the, of the conspiracy, conspiracy, and they persecuted Jews. A lot of evidence, it's not really a Jewish conspiracy, but they have put a lot of Jews up front uh, in the conspiracy. Interesting. All right. Hey, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. I actually do think, though, that the Rothschilds go back to that uh, ancestry. I've read a lot about that and done a lot of homework on that. Nathaniel. Um, anyway, uh, we could go there. But there was an interesting article today that he mentioned, Jared, because Ivanka Trump was um, out there pushing women's empowerment and gun control red flag laws. And there has been a lot of talk about Jared and Jared's uh, relationships, if you will, and uh, her husband and his role in the in the White House. And yes, I have questioned that, too. Um, I've done some homework on that as well. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. I'm not a fan of Ivanka. Uh, Trump. I'm not a fan of her viewpoints, and I don't think I think she's a, a you know screaming liberal. But and I think he is too, Jared Kushner. Um, and yes, there's a lot of liaisons there. So it's really tough. It's kind of like what the caller just said. It's really hard to untangle because there's a lot of, I think, manipulation going on, right? Depending on, on what background you're looking at or, or, or what the cause of the day is or what's trying to get done or said under the umbrella of safety, right, as in religious persecution. See, we talked about religious persecution yesterday. And what I find kind of interesting is there was a big push yesterday, especially like in the Deseret News, for more Holocaust education. Well, I feel like we've had a lot of Holocaust education. In fact, if you actually ask kids... They don't really even know what the Holodomor was. They don't know that um, the huge massacre that went on in Russia. They're not quite they, they don't really know about the Armenian Christians being walked around in the desert to their death. There's a lot of holocausts that we've had. And I'm just looking at big picture and I'm not minimizing the Holocaust. What I'm saying is in the big picture of things, why do we concentrate on one and leave out the others? There are many, Right. My own church, my LDS church, supports Israel. I understand why. I understand that uh, getting a homeland, um, that might have been a very uh, important thing. Okay. I don't really question getting a homeland. What I question is a government um, maybe trying to um, have more land, should we say. Or, uh, you know, they, they took some land from Syria. Or they're, um, you know, you've got uh, the Golan Heights. You've got all kinds of different um, things going on where there was more land then uh, being accessed. You also have a religious faction in the middle of a, of, of a very big religious faction. And you're going to have warring entities. And I understand that. And... I support uh, this people uh, because of what they've been up against. I understand. At the same time, if you look at government today and you look at, at some, of the, um, some, of, some of the news that comes out of both news outlets, you look at the news from Palestine, you look at the news from Israel, and I do. I look at both news sources a lot. I try to stay really... Um, uh, you know, objectionable in my views because I have to remain sort of open to understand really what's going on. I can't move in with a bias. And so there are some definite accusations on both sides that warrant some merit. You can't just look at one side and say they're always right. It's kind of like looking at our own government and saying, well, we're American, so we're always right. And I don't agree with that. We're not always right. And we're not always the good guy. But we're under that sort of pretext, aren't we? We we get sort of caught up in whatever we do is going to be the right thing because we're a good people. Well, we are a good people, essentially. We are. Um, but those in government, 
well, you're going to find some psychopaths in government and some narcissists in government. You're going to find some people that are hijacking it for their own greed and their own um, fulfillment and their own angles. And so I have to always be looking at that as a separation from the people to the government. There is no land in the world today that can completely rid itself of the corrupt government style that has permeated every government now in the on, on the planet. So to even look at Israel and say that they are untouched by this and everything they want is right and everything they're doing is right in the name of their cause or their religion really intertwines politics and religion too much for me. And I think, no, they're, they're, they can't always be right. And they can't always be a victim and you can't always be, you know, and I'm talking about the government uh, of, of Israel. So in having this conversation, what's hard is no matter what I say, if you come in with a bias to this conversation, you're going to feel like I'm not being fair to Israel. I'm not I'm I, I, I'm against Israel. They even go to the extreme. I'm against Israel. It's kind of like if you say anything about racism and you point out in context what's going on, that, of course, you're just you're screaming racist. <laughs> That's a pretty heavy word. Like I said before, I don't know anyone that's anti-Semitic. I think it's more of a kind of a don't care attitude, truly. I think most people are, are to a point now in 2019 where it's absolutely we've gotten to a point where, hey, if that's your thing, fine. That's how I feel anyway. I don't, uh, you know, I don't I don't sit there with with these huge heavy biases in this and, and see everything from that lens. But for some reason... For some reason, I've gone back into the headlines and I've looked and I can't even tell you how many headlines are pointing out one incident that that the guy said, I did this because they were Jewish, which you could say the same thing about a Christian. You could say the same thing about anything because you're going people are going to have viewpoints. okay? but then they say um, anti-Semitism is on the rise nationwide because they're pointing to one incident. I don't think that's a fair <laughs> calculation because I can say the same thing about, well, this, this white person over here or this Christian over here died, and it was probably because they were Christian. Just like we could say it's probably because they were Jewish because that's the obvious thing about that person, right? But it might not be why the crime was even committed. So that's why I think that's kind of an unfair calculation. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. Balance of nature. Changing the world one life at a time. I've been holding off on buying vitamins because I figure, you know what? All the vitamins I need are going to be in the uh, fruits and vegetable supplements. I'm not going to bore you to tears with recanting all my health issues and what have you, but I will tell you this. There's already improvement, and it's a really amazing transition. It's really nice to get hooked up with an organization of people that understand where real health comes from. (laughs) This will make a great commercial, I'm telling you. Yeah. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. For a limited time, all new preferred customers will receive an additional 30% discount and free shipping on your first balance of nature order. You will also receive an extra $10 off on any additional set of fruits and veggies you purchase. This summer special will expire, so don't wait. Call 800 2468 751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code CANYON. Your life is filled with them moments. The time you didn't just try, you succeeded. The day you weren't sure would ever arrive, but it did. The relationship that didn't just last, but still thrives after all of these years. 
It's our hope that on your next milestone, you'll have the chance to open a beautiful bronze box that reads Mac and Sons. Inside could be a stunning piece of jewelry, a striking watch, or simply a small reminder that you're still very much in love. We know your life's triumphs cannot be measured in gold or jewelry, but we also know making sure that special moment lasts for the rest of your life is profoundly important. At Mac and Sons, that's what we do. We are the master jewelers, not just for our knowledge, but because of our experience and skill in helping you find the perfect way to canonize life's triumphs. Come to Mac and Sons, the master jewelers on the boulevard at Bluff. Today we are speaking once again with Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Wasatch Medical Clinic has a breakthrough and scientifically proven treatment for ED. That's erectile dysfunction. And what is so interesting and amazing is this solution for ED does not require pills, injections, or surgery. Andrew, tell us about this incredible treatment. That's right. It's called acoustic wave therapy. It uses an FDA-cleared device that's clinically proven to increase blood flow. So if you're a guy listening and struggling with erectile dysfunction, you have a blood flow issue. That's exactly what this fixes. And you said it. It eliminates the injections, the pills. And when you eliminate all the medication, you, of course, eliminate all of those annoying side effects. Wow. So this is a non-invasive treatment, and uh, it sounds too good to be true. What kind of results are you seeing now with these treatments? It has a very high success rate. About 85 to 90 percent of men can get back to normal function in the bedroom. And what's interesting about that is that it really doesn't matter what your health history is, whether you're a diabetic or you have high blood pressure, or even if you've had prostate issues, this can get you back to normal function in the bedroom. Wow. This can be a game changer for a lot of the guys out there. So how about a special offer? Yes. If you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, you're sick of the pills, pick up the phone, call us right now. Those that do will be giving a free exam, a free blood flow ultrasound, and a consultation and an assessment by our medical doctor. That's normally about a $300 value. Call us right now. It's totally free. Okay, you heard it, guys. Pick up that phone. Call right now for that free exam, 435-922-7000, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000, and do it now. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. When they gather around and start talking, that's when Billy would take me walking. Out through the backyard, we go walking. Then you look into my eyes. Lord knows to my surprise, the only one who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. You are welcome to call up on this, uh, 888-673-1450, I know, dicey topic, but you know what, though, why can't we have a talk, why, in in the land of the free, with freedom of speech, why can we not talk about that, you know, that, that drives me crazy, so um, uh, we're talking a little bit about, like, you know, what is being anti-Semitic mean because the whole definition of it is um, is to uh, to basically um, hostility uh, to display hostility or prejudice against Jewish people and there it, it's interesting because as you go through the headlines um, they're talking about education but I don't see them talking about education on other you know major holocausts that we've had or uh you know uh, you know like even Paul Pot or we, we don't concentrate on a lot of these things that have happened worldwide we seem to concentrate on the holocaust more than anything now the holocaust is a horrifying horrifying time and a horrifying thing no doubt but at the same time, why do we leave everything else out? And so there's a push again for more education. In fact, last year, this was the, this was a major headline. Anti-Semitic incidents in U.S. soar to highest level in two decades. And they say that because there was a shooting, right, at a synagogue. And so that incident um, created these headlines that said that all incidences around the, the globe are soaring. And then we had in 2015 combating anti-Semitism, the importance of tolerance. That was in 2015. In 2014, it was anti-Semitism as a global concern. 
Um, even though they they actually said uh, only nine percent of the people have even displayed any anti-Semitic rhetoric or anything in their view estimation, only nine percent. They were still saying it was soaring in 2008. They again were saying anti-Semitic incidents in 2006, the high, six, the highest number since 2000, since the year 2000 and that we have all this hatred. And then in 2005, same thing, Department of State of Committee of Foreign Relations, Committee on International Relations, same thing. It said that anti-Semitism has plagued the world for centuries. Well, so has anti-Christian. Uh, so has anti a lot of things. I mean, it's not just with this, but for some reason, these, this, is, this is the continuous headline. And then global anti-Semitic trends, 2000, um, they were saying that, yes, you have, uh, you have all kinds of increases in activities. In 1991, go back clear to 91 assaults on us rise in 2018 and then in 18 in 1985 same thing a sharp rise was due to a significant increase in incidences um against jewish persons and they were saying 19 um 1900 incidences were anti-semitic in the united states total and i'm thinking well that's i mean there's lots of incidences about all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of religions and colors and viewpoints and everything else. And so why are we um, why are we concentrating on on that on that? that so I'm, I just wanted to kind of relay some of these findings to you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah. Once again, because of where I'm at, I can only catch part of your show. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, I spent a lot of time in the Middle East in the military. Mm hmm. Uh, both in Muslim countries and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Israel, and uh, basically, I am absolutely alarmed by those four idiots from the squawk, squawk. that are uh, mm-hmm. expressing anti-Semitic uh, uh, things. Mm-hmm. The idea of there's blame on both sides. Well, I don't. I never saw the Israelis purposely go out and try to uh, whack out a bunch of Muslims except in retaliation for, say, a rocket attack on a kibbutz mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. Uh, or uh, all sorts of nasty things that, that never make the news here. And speaking of never making the news, mm-hmm. you have the New York Times, which say it's uh, one of them, I think it was Clary, once said, all the news that's fit to print. Well, most of it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Because from even before World War II, Mm-hmm. The New York Times d- never put a front-page story on the Holomador, which was the murder of uh, mm-hmm. Ukrainians and the millions by Stalin. Right. And they didn't mention that till 1947 and then just a few back pages. And right. also on the Holocaust, which was never a front-page story in the New York Times till after the war. And what's disturbing is that a couple people on the um, board of directors we're actually New York Jews. And one of the problems I've always had, and my Israeli friends can't answer this, and I'm wondering why I'd like some American Jews. I'm a foreigner myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Church of England, not mm-hmm. Jewish or Catholic or anything, or Jewish. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, or uh, Muslim. Mm-hmm. I'd like my, uh, some of my uh, uh, more liberal, uh, or more, I'd like to see more liberal Jewish people ask, uh, ask well, why, why are you, accepting these uh, left-wing uh, uh, scourging mm-hmm. without uh, coming back on them. Why are you den- denigrating Trump, who's the best friend Israel's ever had, mm-hmm. let alone Jews? And why do you still vote Democrat? What the hell's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... And uh, I still haven't got an answer. Yeah, well, thanks. I mean, I appreciate any, it. Any questions? Any any answers on that one? What do you suppose is that why that I, is? I really have no idea, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. Just because we never do. This is something that's kind of taboo on the radio, to tell you the truth, and uh, especially in talk radio, for some reason, uh, there's just not a whole lot of discussion about it, or even honest discussion. Um, but that's why I'm enter- that's why I'm entertaining calls, and I want to hear what people have to say. So I really actually appreciate the contribution you just made because thank you for that. By the way, thanks. I, I just uh, I think there's a lot to be said and um, good question. Very good question. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes, I called back because there was a very important point that you uh, your conversation just uh, led me to think about, and that mm-hmm. is guilt through association. Mm-hmm. So there are I've talked to several times. There's are people out there that believe that there is a Jew, the conspiracy, the grand, the uh, deep state is a Jewish run mm-hmm. conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And where do they find where do we find them? They're often 
seem to be allies in the freedom movement because they do say things. They bring up the CFR and things like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're easy to identify as fellow travelers with those of us who are legitimately in the freedom movement. Mm -hmm. So at a later time, because it's been done, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. been done for 50 years, they associate the people that do believe there's a Jewish conspiracy with those that are legitimately trying to save our freedom, save America, yeah. uh, that are in the freedom movement. So you can see a later date, they'll be uh, through guilt through association. They'll be tying them to people like you and I, Kate. Mm -hmm. And and the other real important point that to prevent this from happening, we have to constantly separate beliefs and emotions from aggression. Right. If I if I, if I believe uh, that Jews are inferior, or they're clandish, and all a bunch of, and they uh, treat uh, uh, others with uh, mm -hmm. disrespect and and uh, second class citizens is many people leave through, and there's been some history of that uh, the last 500 years sure. that's my belief and I have a right to it and there's mm -hmm. no it does no harm a belief and a, an emotion yeah. does no harm that's right but the, the way this is being discussed mm -hmm. is the belief and the emotion is dangerous and it is not it's the initiation of aggression because of the belief mm -hmm. so we have to constantly separate that out we have a right to be anti-semitic we have a right to be racist we, we have a right to be stupid in mm -hmm. both cases that is stupid right. but uh, we and but we have to separate that out from aggression taking uh, uh, aggression towards Jews because of our belief no, that's a great point that is really a great point thank you for that um, and I love it just because he's right you know if you took a sound clip from the show and I said and they only took this sentence you have a right to be racist <laughs> you know you have a right to be anti-semitic you have a right to be uh, anti-gay you have a right to be any of those things oh what a sound clip that would make right um, it would be such fodder uh, for media. But that isn't what we're saying. What we're saying is, is that you have a f you have freedom to think in your own brain what you want to think. And it might be uh, horrendous. You might have horrendous thoughts in that inside that head, but they are yours. And as much as I wouldn't think like uh, you or somebody else or I have my own thoughts, when are your thoughts yours? When is it yours? When are you, why are you put on the stand, so to speak, in the, um, you know, in the arena of media and social context? Why are you put on the stand for having an idea or a thought? And maybe some, at some point that thought will change, which would be great, wouldn't it? But that doesn't mean that you should, that you should be judged and tried and convicted uh, for for having a thought because a thought doesn't do anything. It can't do something to somebody else if just because you have a thought. So I really like what he said. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Um, the thing that bothers me most about this particular argument today mm -hmm. is the term anti-Semite. Yeah. Or anti-Semitic. Why does it When I look up the word Semitic or mm -hmm. Semite, mm -hmm. it means a person from a certain region of the Middle East. In the old dictionary I have from 1957, it says most likely of Arabic descent, All right, or usually Arabs, they call them. Right. But the point is it was from the Middle East. Now, the Jews today, mm -hmm. who you can identify, that are in power around the world and have been, I'm just looking at David Sarnoff's uh, mm -hmm. Wikipedia mm -hmm. page. Mm -hmm. um, they're called Khazarian Jews. Mm -hmm. Now... Dennis Prager and uh, Michael Savage, I've heard them on the radio, both of them, mm -hmm. describe themselves as Khazarian Jews. Right. And the people in, uh, let's see, the Rothschild, mm -hmm. Khazarian Jews, mm -hmm. that family. It is that area, and it's an area between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea, uh, historically, it's nowhere near the Semitic area. Right. So it's one of these 12 tribes or whatever the mm -hmm. heck it is. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. your, your interpretation of it. Mm -hmm. uh, where they're from. But nobody is anti-Semitic who is against the what they see as a movement, a close-knit movement of Jews mm -hmm. who are leftist thinking, like the right. Clower-Piven gang, you know, uh, mm -hmm. who talk sure. about overloading the system, who have uh, the Bolsheviks, Lenin was mm -hmm. a Jew. Mm -hmm. um, sure. Uh, you know, how much how much logic do you have to see? And then the fact that it can't be discussed, and we know that Hollywood, they've admitted it, mm -hmm. is uh, Jewish controlled, always mm -hmm. has been. Mm -hmm. um, there was a gentleman, I can't think of his name, about five years ago, he was in the 
what do you call it, not the banking industry, the uh, trading. He was a trader. Mm-hmm. And it's a high-energy job. You know, we we're on the stock market trading. He, he had to get out of it. But in his book, he described that we called their, they called their mentors their rabbis. Mm. That said a lot. Right. Right. About who runs the stock market, too. Yes. So how much of this mm-hmm. stuff are we supposed to see being rational, thinking people, mm-hmm. and also be shut up? Because only a few times in my life have I said anything that was questioning Jewish uh, like I'm doing now, mm-hmm. uh, where somebody didn't get up and they get, yeah. they won't discuss it, but they they get angry right. as heck at you and they walk they, out. They do. It's very so emotional. It's what very are emotional. we to think? Mm-hmm. If you're a reasonable well, thinking person, I, what I, are you to think? I think that people have a hard time separating what sometimes their government's going to do in their name, just like we do. If people don't, if people don't understand by now that that every government has been plagued by by a, a huge level of corrupt activity to get their way or, or get certain things in their favor, if you have this fallback, this conversation you're never allowed to have, and that protects some people to do harm within a government that the people would not consent to, but they're able to do it in their name, that's not okay. And why we can't talk about that bothers me. It bothers me. I mean, my well, gosh, it this should is all bother obvious. all of us, yeah, but the obvious. point is, yeah. the banking industry is, is yeah. run by Jews, starting with... Um, the Rothschilds, uh-huh. and you can make an argument that uh, I think uh, who's J.P. Morgan. Mm-hmm. I think he's even identified as a name change Jew. Right. I don't know I, for I sure, but know. when they I'm, they are coming out and saying they're Khazarian Jews, right. So they're not it, Semitic. I'm, so stop with that. I'm running out and of you're time. Trying, you're yeah. controlling the world's money, right? And you're screwing up a lot of countries, like right now, by overspending, and we can't stop it. Okay. From what I read, the Fed takes 3% right off the top every year yeah. of all the tax revenues. I'm going to I'm gonna cut it off there just because I only have about a minute and then i got to go to a break um, because I got I mean, Chris Ann's coming on. So I appreciate I just appreciate the conversation. And I'm not saying uh, what's being done corrupt. I'm just saying that of course, of course, the very obvious is, is that people can find their way into government positions and do things um, that would not be representative of their people. Okay. The, the fact that we can't even talk about that right now in our society today is a problem. That is a problem um, to to hate a nation because of their religion. Not OK. Not OK to be able to separate religion from politics. That needs to be a conversation because it is wrapped in one. And for some reason it and I don't know. Well, I do. I have some ideas as to why that is, but. I'm just saying that in America today, we are still we are still able to have conversations and we should be having them. And there's no reason to back off from that. And I might introduce this back into the final hour, too. And you're welcome to call about it then as well. If you had a comment but couldn't get through. Um, be right back, hopefully with Chris Ann Hall. And uh, don't go anywhere. A great, a great conversation, though, to start, right? I think so. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today, 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. CopiersForSale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? Weekday afternoons, rub shoulders with trusted voices of truth and insight. The American Mutso Show with Eric Mutsos. The Read Hour with Lawrence W. Reed. Loving Liberty with Brian Hyde. The Liberty Effect with Ammon Bundy. And Stranger Than Fiction with Ralph DeLugas. Right here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network. 